Hello and welcome to KGM Studio. Hi, my name is Tina and it's good to be back on here. I actually was on a mission trip just about a few days ago. And, you know, being a part of a Christian, we're called to do the Great Commission. And I, as I'm being reminded in the scripture in Matthew 5.10, Blessed are those who are persecuted of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And uh, when in Matthew 28, 16 through 20, I want to also share this where it says, Here I am, Lord, send me. Then the eleven disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some of them doubted. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So during um, this mission trip, I was blessed to be in a three-day conference, and we were able to train some pastors and leaders in that conference with the Church Multiplication Coalition uh, teachings and tools and resources for them. And just kind of wanted to also share that when we say to God, here I am, Lord, send me or use me, God will definitely make sure he sends you. You gave him permission to use you and have given you and he has given you a work permit for his kingdom movement in this kingdom age. And a lot of times um, I'm kind of sharing a little bit of what I wrote in my book called His Kingdom, that we are called to do something here for the Lord. You know, we're called to do his great commission. We're called to serve one another. And being able to go to the mission trip in Dominican Republic just last week and a half or so has blessed me. I am not fluent in Spanish, but I'll tell you what, after coming back from that trip, I want to get my Spanish back up, being able to speak it fluently, because I feel like there's such a need for more people to know Jesus and every different kinds of tongues, tribes, you know, and I I did learn Spanish when I was in high school for three years. But when you don't speak it fluently and you don't practice it well enough, you lose it. So I just decided, you know what, God, I want to be able to do this for you, to speak Spanish, to touch more people, to come to know you, Jesus. And so that should be our number one priority and our heart's desire to let people know who Jesus is. And I wanted to just share a little bit about uh, my my mission trip. As we went to a church, we actually, we ended up in a Haitian village. So a lot of the people that lived in that village were from Haiti. And it was interesting because we didn't do a lot. It was really hot that day and the heat was getting to a lot of our team members But I noticed God used me in the area where he's um, equipped me, and that was casting out 
uh, demons doing deliverance, people who were under witchcraft. And we came across couple couple houses where these women, this woman, she has practiced witchcraft. And one of our team members heard from the Holy Spirit to renounce it because it was controlling her and she can be set free. So she did. And it was a blessing for that part. And another lady that we've encountered, she says she has this pain in her body and she has been suffering for it for a while. And right then I felt in the spirit that it was a form of witchcraft. And I felt there was a jealousy spirit that came into place and has haunted her and um, kept her captive. So as I prayed and I um, commanded and declared and decreed the word of God over her, she felt so much better. She said it was gone. And that's the power when you allow the Holy Spirit to come, which I did first. And I always say, Holy Spirit, come, you know, take over. And that's when the Holy Spirit reveals to me what I need to pray for. I speak it in tongues first and then go ahead and speak it to my to English. But I had a translator who was speaking in Spanish, so that was a blessing. And to know the power of God's Word when we can pray over people is so much more than what we can even like fathom. Because... His word has so much power. It's nothing like taking a medicine. The word of God is our medicine. It's in us if we allow to meditate on it, if we allow the Holy Spirit, Father God, Lord Jesus, to to change us from the inside out, to become one with him. And when we become one with him, God takes over. You know, it's I call it, it's a wrap. It's God will just take over. And when God takes over, there's going to be like a shift in the atmosphere, a shift in the environment where things are going to be taking place. And that's if you give him permission, you know, he's willing to see which beloved son or beloved daughter is willing to allow me into their mind, body, soul, and spirit for me to show my glory, for me to show my miracle signs and wonders here on this earth because I'll tell you what what can happen in heaven can happen on earth that's why his word says your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven and when you read that and you meditate on it it's it's going to begin to sink in you to where you will feel the supernatural like spiritual dna that god is forming in you to speak through his through the people because he's just looking for someone available. He's looking for you to just say, here I am, Lord, send me here. I am Lord, use me. And a lot of times um, we get caught up in this religious ways of trying to do our way when God is really simple. He's just saying, are you willing to allow me, give me permission to take over and that's one thing that I notice with a lot of Christians. They kind of do it their own way. I'm not saying all of them, but sometimes we get into that religious thoughts or religious ways when it's really the relationship that God is saying, I want to do something for them. Are you going to, are you willing to um, be my hands and feet? 
and you just speak the word and God's going to change the atmosphere. So going into Dominican Republic, meeting so many people, different churches, I just saw how the Holy Spirit took over in one of the churches. People were falling down. Actually, there was an altar call and the Holy Spirit was waiting for people to come and just, you know, to surrender, but no one came. So one of my team members said, okay, then I'll show you. And it, the Holy Spirit ended up hitting the, the worship team. And most of them that was feeling the presence of God, they just were falling down and they, and I knew, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like his spirit is here. He's doing something big and great. And I just want to encourage you that if you want a desire to have more of God, desire to see the miracle signs and wonders, desire for more of his spiritual gifts in you, he wants to give it to you. He wants to be able to live and abide in you so that he can perform his miracle signs and wonders and his good works on earth. He's just waiting for someone to say, here I am. And it took me a while to figure all that out until he started to speak to me as I began to write his book called His Kingdom. Now, I don't know, at first I was like, I don't know what this book is about, but it's truly about God is saying, I want to enter into someone so they can be my hands and feet here on this earth because he'll show you the power. You just need to say, just be available, be obedient, and just surrender to the Lord. And sometimes it allows us to humble ourselves. It allows us to let go of being in control and let God be in control. I look at it as let God be your CEO. Let him take over because when he does, things is going to begin to shift. And we may never know how it will work, but God begins to operate in a whole nother realm, in a whole nother realm, like it's a another third, fourth dimension that people's natural eyes may not see, but in the supernatural, something is shifting. Someone is getting healed. Someone's getting delivered. You know, all this great stuff that God can do and know. And if you believe, you know, have faith as small as a mustard seed. Even the people around you, you may not think, okay, I don't think this is for me, but the people who have faith, knowing that they believe that you'll be healed, God can do a miracle in that too. I've seen that happen. It's just so many great things that God can do. And a lot of the miracle signs and wonders, healings and deliverance that was in the Bible what happened in the Old Testament can also happen in the New Testament and can also happen to your story. So each and every one of us have a story or a testimony. Now, your testimony is what's going to draw people in. So one thing that I learned in the, um, we call it CMC training, Church Multiplication Coalition, where they train people to, you know, have churches in every village to train someone to become a leader, to become a disciple, teach them the Bible, study, how to do all that. One thing I notice is that your testimony, that how you change from God, how you change and encounter Jesus, it's what's going to gravitate that person because then they're going to think, oh man, if he, God can do it for you, I believe he can do it for me. It's a lot of times it's just your story. 
And all of us have a story to share. All of us have a story to tell, you know, good and bad, you know, and it just all matters if you're willing to share it with somebody and you can draw that person back into Jesus because it's not about us. It's about Jesus. At the end, you know, when we're done here on this earth, it's pretty much who Jesus is, like knowing Jesus and believing Jesus, confessing that he is our Lord and Savior. And that is how we get access to heaven. So one of the things that I have encountered when we were in the Haitian village, my one of my team members, she was sharing the three circles that we get trained on. Like, you know, we live in a broken world, but then there's another circle where God is the God who loves, you know, and the only way to get to stay away from leave this broken world is to have that love of God. But he gave his son to sacrifice on the cross, which is Jesus. And we just have to confess and believe that Jesus is our Lord and Savior, confess our sins, ask for forgiveness. And one of the girls um, that was, that we were sharing this with, she said, no, I'm not ready to receive, you know, I'm not ready to say the prayer or receive Jesus. And when I heard that, something inside of me just said, you know what? Okay, now let me share her some share something to her. So I told the translator, I said, can you ask her, okay, if she's not ready to receive Jesus, does she know once she dies here on earth, does she know where she's going, heaven or hell? And then um, she didn't really know how to answer that. So I just kind of said, okay. The only way you can get to heaven in a nice, lovely, beautiful place that your heavenly father is waiting for you to have, to be in, to uh, have relationship with him in heaven is to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you accept him now, your name will be in the book of life. And and so as I began to share that and also told about how hell is, she immediately shifted her answer to now I want to go to here. I want to be in this world with God. So she was able to say the prayer, a salvation prayer. And it was just a blessing to know, you know, sometimes people may not be ready, but I had to get paint a picture for them. I had to give them another vision of like, look, we're here because we care about you. We're here because we don't want you to end up to um, hell to Haiti, which we were in the Haitian village to, um, in hell, because it's not a good place to be. You know, I've read books about it. And to be honest, I wouldn't want to be there either. I had a friend who went there and he experienced the horrific, just the gnashing and the, um, fire. It was just negative. It's not good. It's bad. And so, being able to tell her that you can have this access to heaven would even your name will be in the book of life where it's it'll be waiting there until your time is done here on earth and the angels will be celebrating because you receive Jesus as your lord and savior and so sometimes we may never know how to approach that but if you're aware of what heaven and hell is you can open up and share what you know, those two things, because once we die here on earth, those are the only two places where we'll be ending up, you know. So that's why I just am really, I really have this strong, like, feeling of 
I need to let you know, I'm sharing this out of love. I'm letting you be aware of those two places that is good and bad. And we don't want, I care enough about you that I don't want you to go to the bad place. And sometimes we have to kind of share it with love rather than I've seen preachers and pastors like pound on them, tell them the negative things about like, no, or point the finger at them. That's not why Jesus and God, um, why, you know, that's not the reason why we should be sharing the gospel like that. God shared it out of love. He has so much grace, so much mercy for us. So when we do share, share it out of love because we're here on his, on a great commission to be able to partner with Jesus, partner with the Holy Spirit, partner with God, and let them have that relationship too, because we live in a broken world. You know, things, the reason why it's broken is because the devil, Satan left, came here and is trying to, you know, trying to control this whole earth, but there's hope and the hope is Jesus. So I hope that encouraged you guys and and it was just a blessing to be able to share a little bit about my trip in Dominican Republic. There's There was so much more, but those were one of the highlights I really felt like I wanted to share and how God is going to be using you in a mighty way for his kingdom, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven here on earth. So I thank you for tuning in and I hope to and look forward to hearing to seeing you guys next time. God bless.